0: Welcome back to the BMA Guide Podcast. I'm Grace. And I'm Allie. And this week, we are gonna talk about what it means to be a biomedical engineer and kind of give a little bit of a breakdown of all the jobs that are, and facets that are kind of included in biomedical engineering. We've talked a lot about the different jobs that people do, but we kind of want to give a comprehensive overview on, on the different concentrations that you can do within biomedical engineering.
1: Yeah, so we'll go through the concentrations of biomedical engineering and then the different types of departments BMEs might find themselves in in the industry, please enjoy.
0: So you picked biomedical engineering you're an undergrad maybe you're in high school and you think that biomedical engineering sounds super cool. Um, and you're getting into it and, and you're in college or you're applying to programs and you're a bit confused because there's uh, medical devices and there's biomaterials and what does this all mean? And how does it all fit together? So Ali, how, how many concentrations, how many main concentrations would you say are within biomedical engineering?
1: I've spent some time thinking about this because there, there's so many buzzwords, right? Like, and then, then I know. Is this like, is this a concentration or is this just like, you know, I I would say like biomaterials isn't a concentration, but it's more something that kind of extends across all the concentrations so. um, What grace and I have put together is, is is five concentrations of biomedical engineering that you may find yourself focusing in or employed within so those are prosthetics as the first. Tissue engineering as the second. So that would be um, things you hear about like stem cells, wet labs, regenerative regenerative medicine. Um, The third is medical devices and medical instrumentation. The fourth is biotech, so pharma and gene therapy. And then the fifth is medical imaging. Grace, if you want to touch on prosthetics first, just give a quick overview of like what that that means.
0: Sure, so that would be, So I think we all know what the word prosthetics is, but there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, developing design, fitting prosthetics, different upper, lower limb, definitely getting into like the different motor skills that are required for each prosthetic and how it fits and how it works with the body and the cat compatibility that it has with the body. The next concentration for tissue engineering, tissue engineering is going to be more, uh, you know, engineering with your stem cells and your wet labs, focusing more on regenerative medicine. So, you know, artificial skin um, cells to help build your organ back or damaged tissue. So in industry, that'll look more like skin or bone grafts. Um, third is medical devices and instrumentation. And Ali, I think you're a bit more familiar with this one.
1: Yeah. So medical devices and instrumentation, um, instrumentation being instruments that are used in medicine to complete a procedure and then medical devices being devices that interact with the body. So, um, examples of medical devices include, what do we got, Grace? Like, uh, heart implant type, uh, pacemakers, IUDs, what else? Um, hip implants, Oh, any implant. I mean, that's a ton. Uh, yeah, in and of all itself.
0: All of What's like a all class
1: one that we're not thinking of? Like a um,
0: like a band aid.
1: Any types of devices that kind of. Uh, I guess we can include some level of diagnostics in there, but also, um, devices that interact with touching or inside of the body, and um, this can also encompass rehabilitation, engineering, orthotics, etc. Um, the the fourth. The fourth concentration is uh, biotech, Grace. You could probably shed a little more light on on what biotech means.
0: Yeah. So, biotech basically anything that is under the realm of biotech basically means that it it has to derive um, something from a living organism and, like, using molecular biology. And then you kind of manipulate that um, in and then produce healthcare related um, products. So, like, vaccines or therapy like gene therapy um kind of treatments ongoing treatments um and you know that is a huge huge uh just industry in general but that's what biotech means and then breaking that down you know it's in pharmaceuticals it's in gene therapies question uh
1: yeah also i think this is a cool spot the the also the um the intersection of medical devices and biotech might fall in like targeted drug delivery. Right. Um, and IUD is a great example. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's that's actually a really good point because we have touched on four very different concentrations within BME, mm-hmm. but no, nowhere are we saying that they are silos. There is absolutely, you know, intersections of all of these. And IUD is a great example of it. Like there's gonna be intersections for so many of these companies and jobs and, and devices. Um, so that's a that's a great point. And then our last concentration. Um that's medical imaging, and Ali, actually, you had interesting um, work in medical imaging. Can you kind of touch on what that concentration means? Yeah,
1: I had a couple. I had a couple fun courses in that, and maybe maybe some internships. But uh, medical imaging kind of encompasses the hardware and software of images taken in medicine. So uh, this can also include um, image processing, uh, the different modalities, so like ultrasound, uh, X-ray, CT scan. Uh, MRI. Um, so this encompasses the machines to do those things, the software that uh, collect those signals, and then furthermore, layer on top of that processes images into meaningful results. Um, so that's another place where BMEs can find themselves. So uh, just to kind of t- to-, to recap on these five broad concentrations that fall under the biomedical engineering umbrella, we have prosthetics as the first. Tissue engineering, stem cells, wet labs, regenerative medicine as the second. Uh, Medical devices and instrumentation as the third. Biotech, meaning pharma and gene therapy as the fourth. And then medical imaging as the fifth. And then within any of these concentrations, you know, we're excluding the BMEs that go to med school, but let's say let's say you didn't go to med school within any of these five concentrations there's there's two major career paths being going into research within academia uh, maybe government military or special interest types of labs um on the on the flip side of that there's the industry and and business
0: route right so within Within industry, there are so many paths you can go into and we're just kind of kind of list off the main ones that we've seen recent grads go into. Um, so I would say a big one, um, at least a very popular one that you probably already know is R&D. Um, design engineering is something that a lot of people go into this um, thinking that that's what they're gonna do. And that is true, but that's not the only engineering job outside of graduation. Um, there's also manufacturing jobs, and that means a ton of different departments and ton of different jobs within manufacturing, um, you know, so you could do manufacturing for any one of those concentrations, um, the main ones being like medical device manufacturing and then biotech manufacturing. So within that, you know, we have validation engineers, we have process engineering, we have automation engineering, manufacturing science. Um, what is technical- that, Grace. So manufacturing science, so I'm more familiar with it on the biotech side. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is kind of where you kind of talk with the scientists in the lab a little bit more and say, okay, these cells are behaving this kind of way. So how do we scale that up to large-scale manufacturing, large-scale production, um, so that the cells still, you know, behave the same way? Or maybe in like medical device manufacturing, it's more like, okay, this piece of plastic has to be heated at exactly this amount of temperature to remove any cracks. It's like annealing. So it's like you you have to anneal this piece of plaster at exactly this this temperature so that it removes all the cracks and strengthens the material. And then you move on and that's part of the manufacturing process. Um, So it's kind of breaking down the manufacturing process into um, you know, small scale and then going full, full scale production.
1: Okay. Yeah. So that's like at that transition of, um, R and D to, to manufacturing. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. And then could you shed some light on, on the other three you mentioned validation process, engineering, and automation, just quick kind of descriptions. These are all under the manufacturing department umbrella.
0: Yeah. So validation is going to be, um, it's going to be more like validating equipment, making sure that equipment runs the way that it is supposed to, um, making sure that, you know, if, if, you know, the SOP, the standard operating procedure says that you need to run at a flow rate of X, Y, Z liters per minute, that that piece of equipment is doing it at that time. Um, it would be making sure that your cleaning is appropriate so that everything gets sterilized after you, after you produce something or, you know that the medical device that you do is sterile after this procedure, um, that kind of a thing. It also, it's, so it's basically just kind of making sure that everything is working the way that it is supposed to be working.
1: Okay, so on the manufacturing floor or line, validation is just checks on the equipment and, and sterile environment and every other procedure that needs to kind of be operating. Yeah,
0: it, it's checks for an already... uh All an already flushed out process, but it can be, you know, developing it for a new line. Um, And that goes hand in hand with process engineering. Process engineering um, also helps with the equipment and and all of that the difference being more that like the process engineer is going to tell the validation engineer that it needs to run at that flow rate the process engineer figured out that flow rate and is now telling the validation person hey make sure that i set this right kind of a okay, thing okay
1: so the process engineer kind of sets up the sets up the line and troubleshoots
0: mm-hmm. um, and
1: sets the parameters that the validation engineer as well will check
0: yeah, yeah yeah and that again that is that is for any of these concentrations, I'm just more familiar with the biotech side. Um, Automation engineering is going to be, you know, automating the equipment in the manufacturing line. Um, So making sure, you know, trying to remove human performance error traps, Um, you know, automating procedures so that it's more standardized, it's more accurate and precise. Um, And, you know, kind of talking with the scientists to see like how this needs to run. Um, at, you know, at whatever temperature, how do these controllers work? How do these, how does this manufacturing, how does the annealing oven work for this medical device kind of a thing? Um, And and then the last thing within uh, manufacturing is like technical operations or technical documentation. And that is going to be the people that continue to like update the SOPs. So that's what the manufacturing associates that are on the floor they're going to look to that group to say, I need the instructions. How do I do this procedurally? How do I do this as per, as accurately and precise as possible? So they'll write up the documents for how to do X, Y, Z, and then you have to do it X, Y, Z. Cause that's the, that's the standard operating procedure.
1: In smaller companies um, that might take the form of just the process engineering umbrella. Sure. Um, okay. So you touched on R&D so any kind of like design work in a company um we can find grads in. You talked on all these different roles in manufacturing and I'm glad you broke that out cuz there's a lot of terminology there that I definitely <laughs> don't know. Um what about what about quality type roles that we see grads go into?
0: Sure. So quality is going to be at any any one of these concentrations, any job in industry is gonna have some some sort of quality check, right? So that can be, you know, quality engineers who look at uh, quality engineers, quality assurance associates um, that like they'll review your testing, they'll review your documents to make sure that you are, you know, using good manufacturing practices um, and, you know, keeping up with standards. They're also gonna be the ones that are, you know, walking down the manufacturing line and seeing like okay well that's rusted out we need to get that replaced or um you know that's a ding on like this group for not repla- like replacing that rusty thing or okay this looks great everything is perfect and spotless and it, you know it's all validated and everything is in compliance um speaking of compliance another aspect of quality is going to be um like FDA compliance um so those are going to be the people that are you know sitting in during audits um, They're going to be the people that are, you know, checking your testing and documentation and maybe some of your R&D work to see that, yes, it is going to be FDA compliant. Um, Depending on the size of the company, that'll be all one department. And then if it's a bigger company, it could get broken out into several, three, two, three, four or five departments within quality.
1: With device and accessory manufacturing as well, there would also be like, ISO 1345 and ISO 19, uh, 14971 type compliances checked there too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to note, like you said, that quality will touch on the quality and compliance of manufacturing, but also the engineering design process. Um, and I oh, think yeah. I think it also relates too to the next thing we plan to talk about, which was, uh, if you could shed a little bit grace on it too, is... Um, quality of of source components, which really relates hand in hand with um, supply chain and purchasing roles.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of, so that's what we usually call like vendor management. So that's going to be, okay, so we don't make everything in-house. We get this component from this vendor and this component from that vendor, but we have to make sure that both of them, you know, fit all of our our standards and you know they're this sterile and it's this specification and it's this price and blah blah blah. So it's kind of you know managing the amount that you're getting, what what you're getting and making sure that it's up to the company standards. Um, which has a lot of quality components, quality assurance components in that, um, you know, it touches into supply chain, it touches into purchasing. Um, This one seems a bit more uncommon for BME grads, not that you can't or you're unqualified. I think it comes down more to, um, I guess they're harder to get as recent grads, or maybe just that they don't know about it. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really know about that space until I got into industry. And then I was like, oh, this is a whole thing. Yeah, I People think I would chalk it up. This department.
1: Yeah, I think I think I would chalk it up to like unfamiliarity, maybe, maybe like a level of disinterest, given all the other technical roles that sure. can go into, it, but it's not like supply chain
0: isn't like super vital. When supply chain goes well, you don't know about it, you don't notice it, you don't think about it, it's in the background. And then when it's not going well, it's like, oh my God, everything is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> this is awful. So I think um it's more on the brain right now, at least for me, just because of what's happening in the industry every company pretty much. Right. Um, But I I definitely did not know about it much as an undergrad myself. Yeah. Um, So that's more of um, those are a couple industry roles. Ali, I think you are. Yeah, I'm a bit more familiar with
1: some of the commercial types of roles that we see biomedical engineering grads go into within the industry. So there's marketing roles for biomedical engineering grads. So you can be in kind of like a strategic marketing role, product management, marketing communications at a company that might do prosthetics, tissue engineering, medical devices, um, pharma, gene therapy, imaging. Um, so, so marketing in those companies will encompass a couple of things. Uh, in that department, you'll kind of be, yes, in the traditional sense of marketing, you know, throwing out ads and updating websites, Um, but you'll also kind of on the back end be thinking about how your product can help different um, fields in medicine and also how you can improve your current product or develop new products to meet unmet needs. So as a marketing person in this role, you'll kind of be working with doctors and key opinion leaders and engineers to kind of come up with how products need to be modified, or to hear which ones need to be created. So, as a marketing person in um, a biomedical engineering-related company, you're kind of at the intersection of all those groups, helping with those types of things. In a sales role, I see a lot of, I see a lot of the roles looking for recently graduated BMES to be in like technical sales at medical device companies typically, mm-hmm. um, which often involve a lot of travel, uh, going around to different like hospital systems and working with their admin teams to get your device, uh, used at their hospital. I think people might have a misconception about, uh, biomedical related sales. It's not like a pushy, uh, you're, you're selling something you believe is going to help people like, Hey, you've, there's always a value proposition to what you're selling in biomedical related companies. You know, it's, you've been using old technology for a long time. This is really going to improve patient outcomes and hospital savings. Like here's why you should kind of consider our product. So um, that can be, uh, sales within biomedical engineering can be to other types of companies that sell devices and technology or, um, to hospitals and doctor's offices mm-hmm. themselves. And, and then one more, like more commercial type of role, uh, is consulting. So there's, I think there's about like, what would you say, Grace, like three ways of summing up consulting type of work. So mm-hmm. there's, um, more like a business type of consulting where you'll go in, your, your company might be hired by another. Uh, to consult on a business case for the company. So uh, what's the outlook of pursuing a new product in this area? Or what's the outlook of us pursuing this market? Uh, Kind of giving a projection of of what that might look like financially for them. Um, And then maybe like, there's like engineering consulting and contracting where another company trying to design something might hire your company in to consult on one aspect of the design and then there's manufacturing consulting and contracting where i guess grace you could you could probably uh you'd probably know quite a bit about this maybe one company that has operations hires another company in to help them with a the specific manufacturing process they're trying to create or improve upon uh it might yeah yeah, right yeah. so that could um, be
0: and that could be any anything within the manufacturing uh, breakdown that I mentioned before. So, I mean, those are the three main things within consulting, but again, that can go, those three can be broken down way more, I, you know, into more specific things.
1: So whereas um, marketing, sales, quality, engineering, manufacturing, supply chain will all exist in one business, there are also companies that do Consulting, like we mentioned, that might do business type consulting, engineering type consulting, or manufacturing type consulting or contracting. Um, there's two other roles that are a little more unique, uh, one being clinical support. So um, we've had a couple episodes. I think episode 23 with Maureen is a good example of like a clinical support type role. Often for like a medical device type company, there will be clinical support reps that go into the care setting and assist doctors, surgeons, et cetera, um, in using the medical device or implanting the medical device, which is a, a unique area. The other unique role I've heard of is the thing that you actually get as a result when you Google biomedical engineer this is the job title of biomedical engineer um i think often means like a biomedical technician working within a hospital fixing equipment within a hospital that's related to like care um this would be like kind of like care style tech support um so we have our we have our industry roles that you might find within a common business marketing sales engineering manufacturing quality supply chain slash vendor management and then a couple more unique roles, clinical support, you'll find in a in a med device company. And then um, there's consulting for consulting style companies and then an actual biomedical engineer or technician within a hospital.
0: That's a lot. That's a lot of very different jobs that can all, you know, it's funny because you know, in our, I think it's episode 11, where we broke down all the different jobs. Um, You type in biomedical engineer and you don't know what comes up because this is, this is what all all comes up when you type in biomedical engineer. I mean, that's, I don't know how many, what, one, two, like 10 different roles for five different concentrations and the possibilities are, are there. Um, So Hopefully, I this gave you a bit of clarity on what these different roles kind of consist of and and where you can find your interest. You know, maybe you're interested in sales for prosthetics or you know, clinical support for medical imaging. The possibilities for you know high schoolers and and undergrad students are are very, very wide. So, Go forth, do your Googling and your searching and um come come up with a really cool job and let us know what it is.
1: Yeah, and then come on our podcast.
0: I, I think I
1: really just like we're I think there are it's like a 50-50 split of people thinking biomedical engineering opens so many doors and then there is nothing to do with a biomedical engineering degree, but I think just the nature of where people end up. Um I think I think what the I think the distinction is people always end up in these prosthetic, tissue, medical device, biotech, medical imaging type companies. They're always sticking within that realm of concentration. And then what they're doing department-wise, department, department wise, marketing, quality, engineering, manufacturing kind of varies. But it's nice to know that the degree prepares you well for any of these disciplines um, and gives you the background you need to kind of succeed within any of these concentrations. So best of luck, folks. You have lots of options. Hope this helps. Happy soul searching. The BME Grad Podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. For more information on the BME Grad Podcast, visit bme.unc.edu. Right now, you can find that information under the News and Events tab. If you can, please subscribe or follow and leave a review. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.